If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So if you're interested, go out to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome, everybody, to the latest installment of Scream Creeps. I know it's been quite a while. I think the last time we did one of these was back in December, I think. It might have been November even, but uh, this uh, episode or this podcast, we're going to talk about Fear Street Part 2, 1978. If you guys remember in the last one, we talked about the first one. Uh, so that was, I believe, 1994. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. one came out not too long after the first part. I think they came out with all three uh, parts of this. Uh, Around the same time. It was like within a week or two yeah. weeks of each other, I think. Yeah, and I, it pretty much came out the same way the... Um, the filming took place it looks like because the filming took place back to back between march and september of 2019 uh so uh anyhow um this one uh basically continues uh what uh you saw in the first part of 1994 and kind of explained their um detailed more or less what um why the items happened or the issues happened in 1994 and continued, but um, I don't know who else, who wants to talk about their thoughts on the film first. I mean, I like the, uh, I like this series as a whole. I'm intrigued with the third one because we still haven't watched the third one because we didn't do the podcast yet. So I held off on it to find out how it ended, but it kind of reminds me, this one it kind of reminds me of Friday the Thirteenth a little bit, just because the how it happens at a summer camp and all that stuff. So like it feel it gives me the same vibes for it, and I like how it starts off like where they tell the story, like where they're at the chick's place, and then she tells the story uh, from it. I mean, I don't remember so many of the uh, kills that were standout in this uh, this one, but like, yeah, it wasn't like in the nineteen ninety four one where the chick got sliced by the meat. Yeah, there was like it was more like a slasher flick in this one. There wasn't like any standout like deaths in the whole thing. No, I like how it built in more the lore though, like for like. where everything was happening or like how it was happening really like when they got into the cave or whatever we at the witch's mark and uh, again we're gonna probably spoil this for anyone that hasn't seen it so if you're listening to the podcast expect spoilers because we're gonna talk about it yeah at least uh listen to or watch the movie first and then watch this one Uh, unless you've already seen it already but yeah (laughs) I do like the way that they're doing it, though, kind of like backwards, having you look at the and kind of, you know, looking at 94 and then forward. So it's kind of keeps you intrigued on, you know, how, where did it all start? But that's how you find it at the end, how it actually began kind of a thing. 
So yeah, that's yeah, and it seems like the way it looks like it might be people that were related to it almost reminds me and what I was telling you, Lane, it kind of reminds me of Nightmare on Elm Street, the way it looks like it's heading is that uh, the individuals that became, I guess, possessed ultimately, the, the killers, I guess you could say, are, are relatives of the people that uh, may have burned her, uh, the Sarah Fear character. I don't know. It may be completely different, but the way it seems like it's going towards that, that all the people involved were related to people back then people back then and or at least trying to get close to her and it's funny because most of the people that uh, pretty much got killed in at least this movie they were all asshats pretty much (laughs) all (laughs) except for her sister but even then like her sister was kind of do more like straight laced and stuff anyway and didn't really care about her sister all that much but But at least it did showed that she didn't really care about her at all Came more straight laced as she got older. It sounds like she did uh, that blonde girl. I don't remember her name, but uh... yeah, that was uh, I think her name is Jillian Jacobs. I think that's the person that plays her, like the older version of her. She used to be in the show Community. Oh no, I'm talking. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Who played C. Berman or the adult Ziggy? But I was talking about the blonde-haired chick that uh... Alice, right? No. Was, was no? Uh, was that her name? Uh, the short one. Oh, yeah. the one that was picking on her the whole time. Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Oh, uh, picking on her was um. Oh gosh, what was her name? No, not the one that was picking on her. The one that was doing the drugs and. That was Alice, wasn't it? It might have been, but anyhow. Somebody was Alice. That was the. I don't know if that was the picker on her or the. She that. <laughs> well, she alluded to. Uh, the new word picker on her cindy <laughs> cindy acting out earlier in her life like when she was younger until she started snitching remember well yeah because the yeah. blonde uh, she used to be more fun and stuff like that so. yeah so who knows but i do agree with josh it does give you a big friday the 13th oh it did yeah. for sure well it's mostly because like the especially the one that did most of the killing was like uh jason-esque type of dude and I, I I like how it's building to like where there's more than one, and that's why it seems like in the last one there's gonna be like a bunch of killers at the same time, like during the story. <clears throat> yeah, that's the only thing I don't because like little, you know, they had what four killers in this one well, at the, the young end. Boy from the 20- yeah, it was. I think the the Lacey Lane chick was like. At the very end, or something, right? Well, Ruby, yeah, Ruby Lane came in. Then, obviously, Tommy Slater, who was the guy that's covered with the the bag over his head and uses the axe. Yeah, yeah. And but then there was the little boy. Yeah, but then there was the older looking milkman guy too. Yeah, yeah. I figured that the smaller boy one was going to be more of a feature in the third movie. It seems like because he looks like one of the earliest ones. It'll be interesting though, because I thought he was from like the twenties. I think he was from the twenties. So that's where it's like I don't know if he'll be featured in the sixteen sixty six one. But 
will be curious too because it's going to be like is there going to be anything between 1666 and 1922 i mean are i mean you, you know, mean are they going to talk about yeah like uh, allude to it just not happen until i don't know she like, moved back to 1666 though when she touched the the bones yeah. yeah, and I'm guessing that's what they're building to is that she, like for her to like finish stuff, she has to go uh, back in time or however they end up doing it, like doing it through a, a dream sequence or a vision or some shit. <clears throat> but like, I, I definitely like the series so far. Like, I like the uh, and I think it was like highly praised or well, not highly praised, but. Like, it's not had any bad comments or anything where, like, a lot of people have shed a shit on the series. Well, I can tell you in the... It's pretty good. I mean, I think it's made pretty good and it keeps your interest, so, I mean... Well, I can tell you in the first... How many movies have we reviewed on this thing? Uh, Actually, I don't know how many now. I think at least, like, 15 or something, maybe. I think these two have been up there near the top in terms of likability let's put it that way yeah i mean like especially for one of the newer movies like because we've been like reviewing stuff where it's been like five or ten years old possibly all except for the conjuring movies really were like the only other ones where they were more recent but like all the other ones like audition and stuff like that they've been out for a while but Mm -hmm. uh so it's nice you knowing that we end up doing some newer movies every once in a while. So, you, what do you guys think in terms of this series? In terms of the, you know, in the first one, what was her name? Now I can't even remember. Who? The one what, that black girl's name? No, uh, Sarah. Was it Sarah? No. What was her name? The one that um, they had to kill at the end to stop the. Uh, shoot. What the witch you're talking about, or witch Sarah fears the witch. I'm talking about uh, the Sam, that's her name. Uh, uh, okay, so you know how Sam, they oh, had... the one that got taken over, yeah. The one it seems like in the first one, that's what they thought they had to do was to they had to die first. Mm-hmm. Well. Sam did, but she got taken over. Have we figured out, like, why Ziggy didn't? Well, Ziggy was the one that was telling the story, right? Yeah, but she died at the end. The way that it looked like was that they both died at the same time, but then they revived her. Was That's what it looked like at the end. Was that dude that came back for her revived her like brought her back to life but so technically she would have been dead but he brought her back and i think she kind of hated him for it (laughs) or at least that's what it seemed like but was it the fact that she goes by c berman now that she's not dealt with have we yeah, but that... I feel like they come after her because that's why she does all that ritual stuff at night, though, right? Yeah, but coming out, well, well, she might be worried that they're coming after her the whole time. But, like, I don't know for sure because uh, it seems like they've only been doing it at certain times or something. Like, uh, that's the only thing that they haven't really explained is, like, 
if they come out and kill people all the time or if it's only at certain times like every 10 years or something like that they come out and kill people because well, I don't think they ever really explained that part of it. I remember in the beginning they were asking her, like, what, you're still alive, why? Like, what is different? And that's the only thing I can think was but, different. But she never... Sam, though. But I think that's what they were alluding to and that she didn't go by Ziggy anymore. Remember Nick said, yeah. it, this is Cindy Berman? Cindy's was the sister. Yeah, the one that died, yeah. And that's why... Um, she didn't like the sheriff I felt was because he didn't trust in the whole ghost thing and he didn't yeah, act he like didn't it was believe. a real thing. Yeah. yeah. And by yeah, him he not telling... But he never him. told anyone that's what happened. Remember he yeah. said Tommy Slater went nuts? Yeah. Yeah. So he acted like it never happened and I think that's why she was upset with him. But I haven't gotten the gist of you know, because even Nick sent her that note saying it's happening again well if it happens to her all the time she would already know it's still happening right yep yeah that, that's the one thing that uh that is kind of like a plot hole or something that they didn't necessarily talk about yes yeah so i don't know if that maybe that'll get talked about in the next one that we watch so but um, yeah, so far the, these have been like they had. I do like this one a bit. I don't know. They're all good though, but I'm like both both so far are good. But I don't know if I would say that this is better than the first one or not. No, mostly I, because they had better kills in the first one. <laughs> I think they're on even par in terms of. I, I'm intrigued with the third one though. Yeah, I really want to see like. I, I, you know, based on the trailer at the end of the movie, it seems like it's going down the path of they burned her at the at the stake, probably based on the year and what we know they did with witches back. Yeah, then. and I'm guessing that uh, the that, where the grass was was uh, similar to like where she was buried, and the, so it's like consecrated or not. Con- I don't think I'm saying that the right way. Like, uh, that's why if you touch that part of the thing, it's, like, tainted. So, like, it's, like, getting in her, like, somebody's kind of stepping in her zone. And that's why she goes after some of these people. Right? I'm I'm, like, that's what it seems like, at least. That they get, I'm like, because they initially went after Sam or whatever because she put her hand or like she was on that spot. I'm wondering if that's where the burn happened and all that stuff. So then knowing that she, it was like cursed no matter what. So if you get near there, it's like he comes out again because it's supposed to be left alone type of thing. Kind of like if. Like the conjuring thing, like if you mess with Annabelle, like the little Randy, uh, what's it called? Uh, the doll, you mess with the doll and it opens up shit. It's kind of like that. Yeah, I was just meaning I'm intrigued to see because based on what they showed, everybody from the movies, the first two, are in the third one. But, yeah. But it looks like is some character. It'll just be interesting to know what you know how it how they factor in my thought is is they're related 
And this goes back to that's who she's going targeting is people that are related to people that burned her back then, which ties back to what I was saying about Freddie, because that's who Freddie. Yeah. There was people, relatives of people that had. Well, I think initially it was. I think. Yeah, in the first uh, two or three, I think it was like anybody that was related to the per- people that he got uh, like burned him. Yeah, I think after that it just became all types of people. But yeah, yep. on it was people that were related to who burned him after he molested their kids or whatever. Um, but anyhow, um, let's see. I'm trying to think. Yeah, there's obviously there's one more in the series. Um, the what sixteen sixty six? Yep. And I'm intrigued with that one because I think it's going to be... I'm wondering how they're going to tell it. (laughs) It kind of reminds me of the Little Hope game that we're going to be playing eventually on stream. They kind of have the same kind of elements, it seems like. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's where, you know, it would be interesting because like I was telling you, um, we'll end up doing that query game, I think, at some point with... Well, I think definitely the... Was it R.L. Stein that made these books yeah. and stuff? I do think yep. he used things that, you know, like I think he's using the witch trial, kind of twisting that, and then he's using like the the 70s with the Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th to kind of make the second movie, so. The first because it was like a 90s movie, but. Oh, yeah, I forgot that's what the name of the camp was, Camp Nightwing, which is so funny. <laughs> It's just a weird name for a camp. <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. Like, uh, I thought it was fun. And that's why it kind of reminds me of it, too, in a way, is that a lot of it's like about uh, the main chick being tormented by the other people there. And then eventually they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to kick you out. And then the sister gets mad at her because they're going to kick her out because people are being dicks, you know? Like, <laughs> oh okay we're gonna do this and then we're gonna be dicks and then they on top of it then they're like oh yeah this killer's gonna come out and kill you all too and i'm wondering about how they because the the tommy slater thing how it's like uh at one point it just like hits him and then he turns into a killer how they're like how they're gonna explain how they start doing that if they just like uh uh, that like they just uh, she picks people at random. They kind of talked about like they had names at one point when they were there, where they had people's names written down, or when they were in the cave or whatever. But like I'm wondering if, it, if she had those names written out or not. Like I know you were talking about that it's probably people that burned her at the stake and stuff, like relatives and shit. But, like, I'm wondering if there's also, like, something, like, yeah, if they're explaining, like, she knew exactly who she was going after the whole time or something, really, oh, at the end of the day. Well, that's why I said it. it's going to be interesting. I actually want to, you know, once we get done with this podcast, I'm going to really want to watch the movie. Because we actually, <laughs> we actually just recently watched this one again, and it made me more intrigued to watch the, the next one. Um, yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking too. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> but I think after I'm trying to think after that, 
Um, do we want to go back to our, you know, top the scariest according to science, or did we want to talk about Scream, the latest Scream movie? Since I, I, I wanted to talk about Scream at one point. I know that. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it, and we'll, we'll think about it. I know the next one's going to be Fear Street Part 3, though. Um, not sure what else to talk about in this one. Uh, is there anything else you had to see? You didn't really talk much during this one, anyway. I said a few things. Do you have any thoughts about what, what how you think the 1666 one's gonna go? Well, I'm just kind of like, you know, I'm kind of like, I want to see it now because I kind of want to know how well it's bad to say how it ends, more like how it began, or like you know, just kind of to know the whole story. Kind of what happened and why and who. And yeah, exactly. Why they do the things that they do. Yeah. Why it happened and maybe why the people, you know, certain people were picked to, you know, that kind of stuff, you know. Like, why was Tommy's later picked? Who knows? Why the guy in the mall that killed the girl, you know. Well, that's what I was saying. Yeah. It's like a, why those people, kind of you know, it. they allude to it, but we'll see if that's actually what truth is like oh yeah like once ago one thing i should mention during this this thing that made me laugh the stoner chick in this movie made me laugh because it was just like okay so the whole time i think she hurts her ankle when they're in the cave or whatever but then for for whatever reason the chick even though she was being a dick to to the sister the whole time practically then whenever she gets hurt, she's like, please help me. And then she's like, okay, I'll help you the whole time. <laughs> like, I was just like, why in the hell would she even help this chick? I uh, I understand trying to be nice and stuff like that. But, like, uh, helping the chick, she was just, like, a total dick to her the whole time. I was just like, that's the only thing that took me out of the movie, really. Just because I was just like, okay, I kind of understand trying to protect people or whatever. But, like... She was just didn't really care about the person at all, except for when she hurt her leg and it was harder for her to move around. Then she was like, Oh, please help me. <laughs> well, that's how a lot of people are, though, you know, they, they can be dicks, but then they decide that they're, Oh, when they need help, it's like, Oh, you, you need to help me too, even though I've been an ass to you. I mean, it's. Yeah, but it sounded like they had been friends when well, they were younger. Yeah. But then probably as they got older, they kind of went different directions. True. But I don't know. It just seemed kind of weird. You know, like that whole time, she was just being a bitch to her. It's kind of like how the Ziggy chick, where she, the, the funny thing was, was playing the prank on her when she uh, put her in the bathroom by herself. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. But it's like if if that happened to her, whereas like if they were in the same situation, yeah. do you think she would have helped her? Probably not. The mean girl. <laughs> yeah, she probably wouldn't have helped the mean girl, even though that you're trying to be nice or whatever. Some people would just like uh, you know care for other people, but she probably wouldn't have been nice to her if the shoe was on the other foot. You know, like that's the main thing. So <laughs> yeah, I I just have a feeling this is going another way. I, you know, because a lot of these horror movies, especially when it's related to ghosts that are pissed, you know, they always tend to go the path that those were, they were fucked somehow. 
Like, and what I mean is Sarah was not a bad person. But yeah. Kind of screwed. Almost like The Ring. You remember the, the movie The Ring? That was kind of how it was, was the, the girl that came back and was terrorizing everybody was basically killed. Yep. And then it just went and snowballed from there. Yeah. I mean, they do that a lot of, the, like, a lot of horror stories are like that, where it shows, like, people wrong them in a certain way. I mean, a lot of comic book stories could be like that, too. Yeah. Like, where they tell it where somebody is not being protected or whatever, and somebody torments them so much that they just, like, say, screw it, I'm going to kill you all type of shit. And let's, like... A lot of horror movie villains, it seems like they do. Like, some people are just, like, out and out just evil people or, like, bad people anyway. But some people are, like, they just show that eventually you'll turn bad at one point. And especially when it comes to witches and stuff, I've noticed that a lot. Like, a lot of it's, like, whenever there's witches or, like, anybody that's, like, a ghost that hangs around. Especially in, like, Japanese horror they do a lot of that where it's like somebody being mistreated. I think it's like one is the grudge or at least the older grudge. Well, that's what like, I was talking about. The grudge or the ring. All of those are kind of like that. Yeah. Like they tell it like, Oh, they were nice people. And then, Oh shit. And then they turned into cursed uh, people that just constantly kill people. Paranormal activity was that way. I think if I remember right, it was... which I still haven't watched paranormal activity and we'll probably talk about it at the pod on the podcast at one point or another. Yep, when we get back to the top 35 scariest movies, according to science or whatever. Yeah. I, I got to look back where we're at on that after we get through these, but I think it's like Friday the 13th or something. I know it's like one of those, or no, not Friday the Thirteenth. I think it might be not a nightmare, or so that it's or like, I think it might be Poltergeist actually. Yeah, it's oh yeah, it's probably Poltergeist, and then it's nightmare. Yeah, more than likely, yeah. <clears throat> so I mean, yeah, like Pol- I'm I definitely might watch that tonight anyway. It's just so <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that Pol- way I can finish off the story. Yeah, Poltergeist has a lot of uh, set stories behind it like stuff that happened while they were filming it was, yeah oh yeah like especially know that it was like yeah a bunch of stuff supposedly i mean it's happened on few other movies too like uh what's it called they were talking about lord of the rings one of the things like him kicking a helmet and he broke his like couple of his toes or something when he kicked the helmet and they're like, I'm surprised that he was able to pull off that stuff with oh, a, bro- bro- a couple of broken toes. Oh. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember reading that. But yeah. Anyhow, uh, do we want to do the creepometer? The creepometer? Yeah. <laughs> it's not really creepy. Every- so I don't know. what. Uh, I don't even remember what we rated the last one. Yeah, I don't. I, I didn't feel this movie was very creepy. I mean... It was crazy. yeah, I mean, yeah. If you, like like Josh mentioned, the Friday the Thirteenth. If you've ever seen Friday the Thirteenth, you kind of figure what was going to happen. Well, yeah, especially with this one, a lot of the kills are about the same. I mean, it wasn't like anything where it was like, oh yeah, th- this stands out for one of the kills. I like some of the scenes in the movie more than anything, but like nothing to be like, oh shit, yeah, well, this is awesome. Well, yeah, the grab. 
well, yeah, the graphic nature of the killings too continued in this one. Like when he he smashed that dude's head in at the mm-hmm. beginning mm-hmm. when he oh yeah his first kill <laughs> yeah. it was like okay was like, oh okay yeah, and then uh, that's what but, I'm saying they did a lot of the stuff where it's like old vintage horror and stuff yeah. so nothing really stood out like that was different so like I'm wondering about the next movie see if they do something different or not yeah and the guy that wrote it like you can tell what he watched because it's like you know 1978 was like the typical slasher kind of friday the 13th type movies kids are at camp blah 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 and then you had 1994 which is was kind of more like scream like a scream with the stabbing and everything you know yeah a little bit yeah and then the new and that's the main thing about this uh series too oh excuse me it's like i'm wondering how much was based around some of the books if they were ba- uh, if they were hugely based on some of the books or if it was just like their own story that rl stein helped with or not i'm i'm curious on like how they got the stuff for the fear street thing or not if it was based on just a few books out of the series or something well i mean it's based on his books yeah that's why i'm wondering if it was based off of like certain ones or if they like oh well we can incorporate that and make a broader but story I mean, out would, of like three movies just off of like a part of a book right yeah, like I mean, it's just like oh i'm gonna just branch off and make something else out of it yeah i mean from the standpoint of he wasn't like part of the movie though like he wasn't like an exec you know how uh oh like how most of them are executive producers and stuff jk rowling for uh for Harry Potter and stuff, yeah. What's his name? George R. R. Martin for Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, or Elden Ring, even the game. But... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Had to bust in an Elden Ring reference. I that <laughs> really think about the names of the, and I know I'm digressing a little bit, but on Elden Ring, the uh, the villains are all his initials. <laughs> Oh, George R. R. Martin's initials? Yeah, like, uh, if you think about it, Morgoth and Radagon and Godric, they're all G's, M's, and R's. Yeah, that is true, yeah. So, anyways, I didn't mean to digress from our horror podcast, but we were talking about George R. R. Martin, so that's it. But anyways, well, that was slightly (laughs) off track, but... Um, I don't think we have anything else, but like, um, when do we plan on doing the next one? In a couple of weeks, couple of weeks. We need probably get, a couple of weeks, yeah. We yeah, get back on a more regular uh, schedule. On yeah, stuff. <laughs> we may watch the movie sooner than that, though. I know because um, I'm actually kind of curious, mm-hmm. but I definitely want to find out about the end and everything, so that's awesome. why I thank God we we got this done. Yeah, baby, yeah, so uh. So the next podcast for everybody that's listening, which our our uh, uh, listenership has increased slightly. Oh, good. That's uh, you know we like got to hear that, guys. Thanks but, for listening. Yeah, but um, compared to what it was, but um, yeah, for anybody that's listening, uh, our next podcast after this one will be in a couple of weeks. It'll be on Fear Street Part Three, sixteen sixty six. Uh, but for all of us at the Heart of Geek, I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Scream Creeps. And we might be streaming here shortly for anybody that watches or goes on Twitch. 
well, uh, me and Josh will probably do a playthrough of Little Hope. Yeah, because we did A Man of Badan first. We streamed that one. Yeah. So we were planning on doing all three in the series. If anybody uh, is curious, it's the Dark Pictures Anthology, I think, is called the series. Yeah. But then there's uh, Little Hope, and then the last one is House of Ashes, I think. So yeah. we're planning on streaming all of those. <laughs> yeah. At one point, we got Man of a Dan on there. So, like anybody on our YouTube channel or whatever, you could find that on there. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, for all of us at the Heart of Geek, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and we'll see you in the next one. Uh, have a good night and we'll see you later. Peace. Peace.